0: And this episode is brought to you by Spotify Green Room. Download the app and join me probably tonight to get in on the action. I'll send out an invite on Twitter uh, for those of you who want to jump on for a live mailbag uh, segment. Uh, you can follow on Twitter at LO Boston Bruins, and that's where I'll send out uh, the call for. Jumping on Green Room, and I'll give you the details later on how to be part of the action. You can also follow along at ENC McLaren, and on Instagram, the podcast is at Locked On Bruins. Uh, messing up the order of my regular introduction, but quick reminder that the podcast is available everywhere, so please smash that subscribe button so that you do not miss an episode will be five days a week for the remainder of the uh, month of July, although I will be away next week, so it will be a bit more sporadic from the 19th to the 23rd, but uh, there will still be some content coming into your feeds. If you could also rate and review, that would be very much appreciated. Uh, Pop a a star rating up there, some kind words, and, and I'll be your best friend. Today on the podcast, I thought we would... Just take another look at the expansion draft coming up and look at which Bruins exactly will be eligible to be selected by the Seattle Kraken just one week from today. And then uh, we'll go over the latest mock draft from the Athletic as to who was or who they're projecting to be selected by the Boston Bruins. So, as a reminder, one week from today, The Seattle Kraken will have put together their roster. The expansion draft set for Wednesday, July 21st. Teams have until Saturday to submit their protected lists, and they are scheduled to be made public on Sunday. So I'll be sure to get uh, a reaction pod up with regards to who the Bruins have protected. Also, each team will lose one player in the expansion draft. So who will be eligible to be selected from the Boston Bruins. Players exempt from expansion draft consideration are first and second year players, unsigned draft picks, players with no movement clauses must also be protected. So who falls under the must-be-protected list? That would be Patrice Bergeron, Brad Marchand, Charlie Coyle, and David Pasternak. Those four forwards have... Uh, no move, no trade protection in their contracts, and therefore they must be protected. So, who does that leave in terms of forwards eligible for the expansion draft? You have Jake DeBrusk, Craig Smith, Andre Kasha, Nick Ritchie, Chris Wagner, Trent Frederick, Curtis Lazar, the recently re signed Cameron Hughes, Yuna Koppenin, and Tom Bleed, and then Carson Kuhlman, and Zach Sinishin. So out of that group, the Bruins have to protect three forwards on top of the four that must be protected. The most likely scenario would be Jake DeBrusque and Craig Smith being protected, and then they will have to pick between the likes of Andre Kasha, Nick Ritchie, Chris Wagner, Trent Frederick, perhaps Curtis Lazar to be protected on top of DeBrusque and Smith, and the likeliest selection will be Trent Frederick. So that would be seven forwards, including Bergeron, Marchand, Coyle, Pasternak, DeBrusque, Smith, and Frederick. I I say Frederick because he has a much more palatable contract situation than Richie. He was just resigned to a couple years, and the Bruins are really playing up the fact that he will be back uh, in the mix next season. When it comes to defensemen, they have to protect three, and that would be out of a group of Charlie McAvoy, Matt Grizzlick, Brandon Carlo, John Moore, Connor Clifton, Jeremy Lozon, and Jacobs Borrell. The obvious selections here, McAvoy, Grizzlick, and Carlo, and it really seems as though it's from the trio of Clifton, Lozon, and Borrell that um, Seattle will make their selection. When it comes to goalies, There's Dan Vladar and Callum Booth, who are both eligible. The Bruins 100% will be um, protecting Dan Vladar. Players exempt from the draft include Matt Felipe, Oscar Steen, Jack Stenica, Jacob Lauko, Robert Lantosi, Curtis Hall, Jesper Froden, who was recently signed by the team, Jack Hachan, Jojo Vakanainen, Victor Berglund, Nick Wolf, Brady Lyle, and of course Jeremy Swayman and Kyle Keeser. Now, I've gone with the 7-3-1 method, but teams can protect uh, eight skaters and one goalie if they wanted to protect, say, uh, you know, four forwards and four defensemen. Uh, you do sacrifice a protection slot there as it's nine players versus ten, but... Um, the Bruins, like I said, likely to go with the seven-three-one protection model. Now, it should be noted that the Bruins do not have to protect Tuka Rask, Taylor Hall, David Krejci, Sean Corrales, which they probably wouldn't have anyways, because uh, unrestricted free agents are also exempt from the expansion. Well, they're not exempt per se. The Seattle Kraken could... Uh, choose to try to negotiate with them come to an agreement on a deal and if they were to be signed then that would count as Boston's uh, selection but um, yeah it's unlikely that one of those guys would elect to sign with an expansion team if the Bruins did sign them prior to the expansion draft or prior to the protected list they would have to add them so it makes sense for a guy like Taylor Hall, for example, to re-sign him after the expansion draft so that they don't have to protect them. Again, the Kraken are allowed to negotiate with UFAs from July 18th to the 21st, but if they sign any of them, it counts as their selection from the signed player's previous team. So, let's say the Kraken signed Hall or Corrali, for example, that would count as Seattle's pick. So I hope that kind of sheds some light for those who still may be wondering how the expansion draft works. Basically, players with no move, no trade clauses must be protected. And players who are exempt include first and second year players, as well as unsigned draft picks. Before we move on, let's talk for a moment about Spotify Green Room. This episode is brought to you by the first social audio platform made for sports fans. It's free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. I'll be hosting rooms for locked-on Bruins once a week, and you can finally join in on the conversation you listen to here every day. Go download the free Green Room app. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NHL group for the latest league updates. Follow me at on Bruins to be notified when my room goes live. I know you won't want to miss it. I'm planning to be live this week, likely today or tomorrow, around 7 p.m. Eastern. I can't wait to hear everyone's thoughts on the Bruins. See you there at Green Room, changing the way we talk sports. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the market. What does it taste like? Well, there are nine delicious flavors, and there's something for everyone. Everybody has their favorites, whether it's coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. To try all of the flavors, you can get a mixed box and get two of each of the nine flavors. Now not only are they great tasting, but they're also healthy too. Check out the macros. There's 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, to 5 grams of sugar, 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. All amazing flavors, tasty and healthy. Go to Bilt.com right now and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Bilt.com. Now, a bit of breaking Bruins news as I record here on Wednesday morning, and that is Kevin Miller taking to Instagram to announce his retirement from professional hockey. Let me read the note that he put on Instagram. He writes, I fell in love with this game at five years old. I knew then that all I wanted to be was a hockey player. 28 years later, I had the same love and joy for the sport as I did then. Hockey has given me so much, and I'm grateful for every bit of it. The ups and downs the relationships forged, and the opportunity to make a living out of something I love so much. The list goes on and on. Although my spirit for the game is there, unfortunately, my body isn't. My overall health and my family are now the priority. This was not an easy decision to make, but it's time to hang up my skates. There are so many people that have had a profound impact on my career. There's no way I could have realized this dream of mine without all of the support. I want to... Start by thanking the Bruins organization, the Jacobs family, Cam Neely, Don Sweeney, Peter Chiarelli. It's hard to put into words what it means to wear the spoke to be. It was an honor to put that jersey on each night. No one gets to where they are without help, and that's certainly the case for me. I've been extremely fortunate to play for some great coaches and mentors that have molded and shaped me as a player and person. On top of that, I've had some people step up in a big way to train me, on and off the ice, to rehab me after injuries and pick me up when things weren't going my way. Thank you to each and every one of you. I've called New England home for almost 18 years. My kids were born in Boston. It's where my wife and I started our family. From Berkshire to UVM to Providence to Boston, the relationships with so many that have been on this journey mean the world to me. People say it a lot. There's nothing like playing for a New England team. That statement couldn't be more true. As players, it's hard to voice our appreciation for all the support, but here's my best shot. Thank you. We love you guys. I've had the opportunity to play with some of the best players in the world. It's been an honor and something I'll forever cherish. That aside, I think I've taken for granted how lucky I am to come across a group of guys from college to pro that have been like brothers to me. I will miss the small things, the pregame rituals, the group chats, post-practice shenanigans, Thank you to all my teammates, past and present. I'll keep the family stuff personal, but I wouldn't be here without you all. I love you guys. Forever a Bruin. Kevin Miller. So Kevin Miller, the veteran defenseman, hanging up his skates after uh, really battling through injuries over the past couple of years. Uh, He was, of course, re-signed by the Bruins for the 2020-21 season after uh, missing the bulk of the previous two seasons with uh, various and sundry injuries. Uh, he missed the entire 2019-20 season with a lower body injury, and he was re-signed by the Bruins to a one-year $1.25 million contract on October 9th, 2020, the first day of free agency uh, after uh, Torrey Krug had left, deciding to move on from Zdeno Chara. A lot of people question that as well as question Miller's uh, maybe politics over the years, but you can't question his determination, his heart, his love for the game. After four years with the University of Vermont Catamounts, he signed an amateur tryout contract with the Providence Bruins, uh, signed an entry-level deal with Boston, uh, who opted to keep him in Providence for the 2011-2012 season. He attended Boston's training camp again in 2012. And 2013, before finally cracking the Bruins roster in the 2013-2014 season, he was re-signed by the Bruins to a one-year two-way contract. He was uh, later recalled to the NHL on November 20th, 2013, to make his NHL debut in the game against the Blues, becoming the first Bruin to wear number 86. He, you know, was up and down for a bit. Scored his first career NHL goal on December 8th, 2013 against the Maple Leafs. And ultimately went on to appear in 352 regular season games for the Bruins. 13 goals, 58 assists. And then in the postseason, he appeared in 82 games, 2 goals, 15 assists. Um, And again, was not part of either of the runs to the Stanley Cup in 2013. In 2019, Kevin Miller will always be remembered for his physical play, his willingness to uh, mix it up in the corners, to lay out the opposition, to drop the gloves, and battling back from these very serious injuries and playing for the Bruins this past season, um, ultimately wasn't able to help the Bruins make good on their playoff potential this year, only appearing in four playoff games, but... Uh, You know, we wish him all the best in retirement. It's good that he's prioritizing his health, his family. Uh, His body has been through a lot over his pro career. And uh, yeah, we wish all the best to Kevin Miller in retirement. Sounds like he'll probably remain in the area. He has a business partnership with Brad Marchand, so I'm sure he'll still be around the team uh, to some degree. Now, what does this mean for the Bruins? Well, I don't know if they were planning on re-signing him to begin with. Uh, But it kind of brings us back to the expansion draft with Kevin Miller having started last season as the third pair right-hand shot defenseman. That spot could very well or should very well be occupied by Connor Clifton. But uh, the latest mock draft via The Athletic has uh, Connor Clifton being selected by the Seattle Kraken. Fluto Shinzawa writes, Clifton is an up-tempo right-shot defenseman, signed through 2023 at a $1 million cap hit. Even if Seattle does not want Clifton, he could be flipped for assets, kind of taking a, a, a play out of Las Vegas' expansion plan. But now with Miller gone, the Bruins you know, have some needs on the right side. They can't really afford to lose Clifton, so, perhaps they would prefer if Lozon or Zboro was selected. I'll say again that Zboro played his best hockey under Jay Leach in 2019 with the Providence Bruins. Leach now an assistant with Seattle. So, may, he may kind of nudge them to pick one of the younger guys with more upside. Uh, but that's something that remains to be seen. But for the moment, uh, Kevin Miller announcing his retirement. Uh, we celebrate his career with the Bruins. I will say he did improve drastically uh, from earlier in his career. He became a very serviceable uh, depth defenseman for the Bruins. Ultimately, injuries caught up with him. And, uh, yeah, wish him all health and well-being moving forward. Oh, and don't be surprised if right-hand shot Brady Lyle makes some noise for the Bruins in training camp. I could see him challenging for the um, third pair defenseman spot. He had 65 points, 62 games for the Owen Sound Attack in 2019-2020. Recorded 14 points in 25 games for the Providence Bruins last season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The baseball All-Star break is on right now, but it's soon to return, and you can place all your bets. Through Bet online as the Major League Baseball season uh, continues. They have all the sports news you need, including contest information and sign up bonuses. Speaking of sign up bonuses, head to their website, use your mobile device to sign up for a free account today, and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using promo code LOCKEDON. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet online on your laptop, or your phone, or your tablet and check out all the great sporting news uh, contests they have going over there, sign-up bonuses. They have everything you need for baseball, basketball, hockey, uh, football, UFC. Again, use promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Today on the Locked On Today podcast, is Kawhi Leonard's time in L.A. over? Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get podcasts. Some news and notes from around the NHL now. and A bombshell was dropped in Minnesota yesterday as Wild general manager Bill Guerin chose to buy out the contracts of Zach Parise and uh, Ryan Suter. Uh, It will save them some money against the cap. Here in the next couple of years, but then there will be uh, like $15 million in dead cap space for a couple of years. But they felt they were willing to absorb that in order to clear up some space now and kind of move on. It, it kind of signals a, a rebuild, but uh, they also appear in on Jack Eichel. They still have to re-sign Kirill Kaprizov and Kevin Fiala, but Darren Drager of TSN said the Wild would love to add A guy like Jack Eichel, I mean, who wouldn't? Uh, So they'll have 26 in projected cap space for 2021-22. Nearly half of that could be invested in Kaprizov and Fiala, and that would leave them some money for Eichel. But uh, they'll have between 12.7 and 14.7 million in dead cap space from 2022 to 2025. Uh, So that would be, um, yeah, really difficult to fit. Eichel in with that dead cap space. Uh, What else is going on? Drager also added that Avs captain Gabriel Landeskog isn't close in contract talks with the team. He's a 28-year-old slated to become an unrestricted free agent. He would have no shortage of suitors. Apparently the Blues are hot after him. Um, He could be someone the Bruins look at if Hall falls through, Uh, but looks like uh, the Blues are really going to go big after him to fill the void for, from trading Vladimir Tarasenko, which uh, seems likely as well. The Avs still have to sign Vesna Trophy finalist Philip Grubauer and Norris Trophy finalist Kale McCarr, who's a restricted free agent. And an update on the Chicago Blackhawks uh, sexual assault story. Uh, so just a warning for those who, For whom this may be difficult to listen to, feel free to skip ahead. Former Blackhawks defenseman Brent Sopel said almost every player and coach on the 2010 Stanley Cup roster was aware of the sexual assault allegations leveled by former teammate against former video coach Brad Aldrich. Sopel hopes more players from the team will speak out about what they were told about Aldrich. He understands it's difficult for some of them as they feel they're either still playing. Uh, with the club or employed by the team in other capacities. Uh, He's really the first player from that roster to publicly claim there was wide knowledge of the allegations. Former uh, head coach Joel Quenville issued a statement denying he had knowledge of the allegations prior to this summer. Uh, And Jonathan Taves has also come out and said he hadn't heard about anything until the next season, uh, which seems difficult uh, to believe at this point. But, Again, hopefully, people responsible here are held accountable. Uh, That's pretty much it for today's episode of Locked On Boston Ruins. Again, uh, congratulations to Kevin Miller on announcing his retirement. Uh, We wish him all the best. And, yeah, we'll see how that affects Boston's plans moving forward. On the right side of the defense, there are some holes to fill there. Uh, That's one of the bigger areas to look at, the defense, Uh, in my mind. And we'll see if it affects kind of who they protect and what uh, what they plan to do moving forward. It's going to be a busy, interesting offseason for our Boston Bruins. And again, not that Miller was expected to have a big role next season or that he was going to be re-signed, but uh, still leaves uh, some holes to fill there, especially with Stephen camphor as well. The depth on defense uh, really taking a hit already, and that's without... Um, the expansion draft. So yeah, I hope you all have a great Wednesday. Keep it locked to locked on Boston Bruins for all the latest on the black and gold. And again, I'll try to jump on green room this evening for a mailbag uh, segment. If you have any questions, feel free to send them in throughout the day and I'll answer them on there or uh, jump on as well. And you can ask me directly. Uh, Yeah. So I hope you're all doing well, having a great week uh, downhill to the weekend here on a Wednesday And uh, I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Later.